Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. Mr. Sunday, he has risen. And he's mm-hmm. given them Girl Housewives of Atlanta, let me tell you. <laughs> um, Drew's not with us, but we got the girls with me. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. Welcome to After Buzz's Girl Housewives of Atlanta after show. Got my girl with me, Eric Edwards. What's up, party people? And I got the guinea pig, keeping it real. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing on this marvelous Easter Sunday, honey? Drew will be back. Uh, she got a gig playing the Easter Bunny. And uh, <laughs> she's doing that at her house safely for her roommate. Um, and we... So we send her the love. <laughs> <laughs> we send her the love. Um, you guys, we're at the end here. I was thinking this was just like an okay episode to me. It was kind of like a filler episode to me. I'm like, can we get out of Kenya's closet? No tea. Um, uh, I was just like, um, let's get to it. But then when I saw the preview for what's to come, they said next time on the season finale, I'm like, oh, we're here. Oh, we're we're here. And it Mm -hmm. just made me think, have we made any progress? So I feel like that's going to be the theme of tonight's episode, girls. We open up with Eva. She's moved into a new house and she's settled in quite nicely. She's had some drama with the baby donor, as she calls him. Um, And um, I want to get into that. I know that that was played towards the end of the episode, but I feel like we have a lot of really good, juicy things to talk about. And I want to keep it um, interesting for everyone. So I want to get something that's not so crazy out of the way, which is Eva's (laughs) storyline. So let's talk about her moving into a new house. Um, and she uh, has settled in quite nicely, but she's having these ongoing problems with Kevin. She actually used his name tonight, and she called him crazy. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing about him. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing about this man. We get it. He's a donor. You figured everything out already. Is that all that you have to bring to the show? Is talking about this man? Give us some tea, give us something more because this is not doing it and it's not going to do it for yet another season. Give us something else. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me, um, I agree as far as Kevin goes, but I am sorry, people. This is the first time we have ever seen her home ever. Okay, and she's been on how many seasons? I thought she was in a hotel this whole time. So I'm excited that she signed a mortgage that it seems like who's ever home she's really renting or I don't know what she's doing, but she's allowing us to film there because she wants to keep her peach. So go girl, you have a house. That was the tea really, as opposed to her crazy baby donor or whatever she wants to call him. That's been going on forever. But the fact that she actually 
has a home. I don't know why she didn't invite Marlo because Marlo needs to see it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> that's like her storyline. Now she has a place. Like, that's her yeah. tag. That's everything. So, which is really sad, honestly. <laughs> and it was something interesting that she pointed out. She said, I'm a homeowner at 35, which is like a great accomplishment. But I look at people back home and they're homeowners at such a much younger age. And I can say that because I'm in the entertainment business. So for me, it doesn't really count. Like we're over here, like 55 going on 29 over here in Hollywood, y'all. So mm. I feel like Eva's kind of in that same boat. She's a reality star. She's in Hollywood. Like she's, she grew up in front of the camera. So to me, I feel like that was just something significant I wanted to point out. She's like, I'm a homeowner at 35. And I feel like for people in the entertainment business, for people that, you have to understand, there's only like a small percentage of the entertainment business that's actually successful. The rest of it is everyone else trying and struggling. So for someone in the entertainment business at 35 to be like, I'm a homeowner, it's like, it is kind of cool. So I just wanted to point that part out. What, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Okay, I, I agree to a point. Like, I agree if she was in Los Angeles, but she's in Atlanta. Every person in Atlanta has a home. Like, I don't know any janitors in Atlanta that don't own their own homes. So <laughs> I am confused. <laughs> as home, like, uh, and just to clarify, a home in Los Angeles is half a million dollars. Right. So that is yeah. the difference. For like Everyone a I know in Atlanta has, like, a mansion. But I'm excited that she, But all that being said, I live in an apartment and that's where I'm taping now. So I'm not going to throw no shade at nobody, but it yes. is Atlanta, girl. Like, I feel like if I was in Atlanta, I would expect myself to have a home too. Like, but it I'm also not- depends what part of Atlanta you want to live in because being from Atlanta, not every part of Atlanta is cheapity cheap cheap. You still got to spend some coins. So maybe she was trying to stack her coin to move to the right part of Atlanta. Okay. I'll give her that. I'll give I will that. give her that. Yeah. She wants to be out there by Lake Bailey, so maybe that costs extra. Cynthia did yeah. say trying to buy her, which is out of the sticks, the boonies. Um, yeah, I don't even know where they live at. Yeah. I'm kind of Team Dennis on the living in the city, guys. So <laughs> we'll get to that, though. Um, let's mm-hmm. talk about what we uh, opened up with, which is Kenya and Candy. They're catching up. You know, she's crying again honestly you guys know i love candy she's cried about 3.5 million times on the show low like candy mm-hmm. can cry at the drop of a hat so of course mm-hmm. she cried talking about todd to kenya kenya kind of lays it on thick that she's really a huge todd fan and we kind of see why like kenya even said like look i'm over here giving marital advice and before we could think i mean before she could say like, oh yeah, don't listen to me. Like I shouldn't be giving marital advice. We were all thinking like, why are you giving marital advice? But then she <laughs> actually said, don't take it from me. Like don't end up like me. So I was like, I Kenya, I, I feel you Kenya. Um, you know what I mean? I wanted to give her a little something. The one thing that I got from the scene that I can't let go of though, how is salad Todd's favorite food? Salad? Yeah. <laughs> Is candy cooked? Did candy like, even cook though? Maybe candy doesn't cook, so it's like the easiest thing to get all of. OLG peach cobbler, like really? Yeah. Plus, from New York. I mean, come on now. We can say pizza. I mean, there's so many things, but salad, he don't even look like a salad dude. I'm sorry. That's grounds for divorce. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know if I can continue with this, but but 
is yeah. too much. You know what I mean? Um, I want to talk about how, you know, it was really interesting that Kenya said something that really stuck out and that could be the kind of uh, point we can jump off to when it comes to Kenya tonight in the episode. She said, you know, I kind of wish that Todd was like, I mean, I kind of wish that Mark was like Todd, which is kind of like the romantic, like, you know, he wants to try as opposed Mm -hmm. to Mark, who just doesn't want to try at all. So it was really interesting to see that transparency because my problem with Kenya a lot Calm down, everyone. I can feel everyone's panties bunching up. (laughs) I just feel like the authenticity sometimes is just hit or miss with me. Like it doesn't fully Mm -hmm. come across as truthful all the time. All the, not all the time, just sometimes. So it was nice to see that transparency. It resonated with me and I believed her. And, you know, I was just like, it just sucks that Kenya doesn't, you know, she hasn't Mm -hmm. gotten that story that she really wants. So I don't know. Um, what do you guys think about this before we move on to Ten- Dennis and Portia? Because there's a lot of things to talk about there. <laughs> I really hate, I also hate that Kenya hasn't gotten her like fairy tale that she wants. Because what we saw the whole season was Kenya really does want this. And I hate that she ended up, she ended up with this beautiful baby, which I know she doesn't regret, but this man just is not it for her. He does not want to work on it. And like, I got what she was saying, like she wants someone like Todd because Todd is willing to go to counseling, do whatever to make it work and really talk things through. And Mark is just like, what he says goes, he doesn't want to talk anything through. And I don't know how you can even want to be in a relationship with somebody like that, but yeah. Exactly. Uh, Erica? Yeah, this, well, one thing, I felt she was really authentic uh, this episode and she really seemed, it was nice to not see her being petty and shady with the girls and just kind of revealing who she was. Although real talk, the whole scene in her closet looked totally fake. Like I don't, uh, just look like, okay, is that really all his stuff in there? He really left all that stuff there and he's back in New York now. Are these really all his shoes? Like it just looked like, okay, Let's make this look really neat and pretend so I can stand here and talk to Cynthia. So while I felt like what she was saying was authentic, that whole, yeah, I'm going to be off in New York filing for divorce and leaving all my things in Atlanta. Those camo camo shorts stuck out like a sore thumb to me. I'm like, (laughs) maybe some stuff should be left behind, like some camo I don't even think that's his stuff. I think somebody put it in. I think the producers put some clothes back up in there. Like, we're going to make this look like his closet so y'all can talk. Cynthia was like, he has all this stuff here? And Kenny's like, yeah, he was here all the time. Girl, pick one. Was he here all the time or was he barely there? Exactly. Fake, fake, fake. Ice cream fake right now on that closet. I'm just saying, people. I'm just saying. Kenya was real. The closet was fake. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Those camo shorts were definitely a producer's. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, let's get to uh, someone that definitely doesn't live together, and that's Portia and Dennis. The distance. He doesn't want to live with her. He doesn't want to give up the city. That's what I'm getting from it. You know what I mean? It's not about the sacrifice. Um, even when he did do the sacrifice back then, he wasn't there mentally, and Portia did notice that. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think she wants to keep an eye on him. And that's why she's like, you need to be here. They do not seem like they're on the same page. And she took all the cookies too, Biatch. She took them cookies. Um, Mm -hmm. Poor child. I mean, they're just a mess. Talking about prenups, the marriage. There were some interesting comments there. I want to definitely get your thoughts. But before we do, I just want to say hi to the chat. Todd Beaton, one of my favorites. What up? He said the episode was boring. I agree. Deborah <laughs> Randall, me too, girl. Ty Savage said, Kenya has always been transparent. She said he bought new stuff while he used to stay there. Okay, okay, Ty. Ty letting us know. Okay, uh, Ty. I think it's new and he's never worn it, but I agree with you. I'll go with you, Ty. I'll go with you, boo. I'll go with you. Whatever you say. <laughs> Jean, welcome. One of my favorites. If I was packing up a closet, I wouldn't wear something strapless. Okay, well. (laughs) I'm telling you, the live chat is, there's always different perspectives. Say hi to us. We love you guys in the live chat. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're talking about Dennis and Portia. She took them cookies. Um, Danny, what do you think about this scene that was very interesting? Um, Okay, one thing that I did want to point out was I agree with Dennis about the not having a wedding thing because the second, I personally have always said this about myself as well. I would only have like, if I did have a wedding, something small because the same people that she would be inviting to said wedding are the same people talking as soon as something happens between her and Dennis. You know what I mean? You do not need a whole group of people at your wedding for what? To prove something? Like I... Yeah, I don't think that she should have a wedding, but the prenup thing, girl, you do need a prenup because you're making your own money and everything. But yeah, the wedding, I wouldn't do. I agree with him on that. And maybe they do need to live apart until they actually get married and do it the right way. But what about it has not worked. You can't have a cheating man living by himself. What do you think happens True. at three o'clock in the morning? True. <laughs> Tinder. Just, yeah. You can't win in that situation with him. I'm on over, baby. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so I definitely, like, I think weddings are a way to come together if, if you're ready, if you're for real, before your friends and family. So I do feel like weddings are a valid commitment and a valid thing to do with your partner when you're ready for it. One, though, I don't think he should move back in there because he's absolutely right. Like his name's not on that property. The next time she gets mad or the next time, whatever, she could throw his stuff out at any point. They should probably get their own place together, either halfway or closer to downtown or whatever, but they need their own space instead of him moving in with her and moving out every time they have a fight. Like, I think I agree with him on that. Like, don't be so quick to move back in if your relationship isn't quite stable. It seemed like y'all only been together two weeks. So yeah, you know. And if you don't trust him enough to like live by himself right now until y'all get married, then you don't need to get married because your whole marriage needs to be built on trust. Like that's true. You don't need that's to get true. married. Yeah, yeah, like I think they still need some more therapy sessions that we missed on or whatever. Maybe we didn't see them, but I feel like there. It feels like it's too fast. Like it feels like okay, mm-hmm. we just saw him in real time taking all these chicks to breakfast and stuff. I mean, that's what he's doing at four a.m. in the morning. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. You know. We know what he's doing. We've seen exactly. it. Exactly. So we need a little bit more time for them to get back together, I think. That's so funny. Um, I want to talk about Mimi and Greg. 
popping the champagne. This scene, talk about forced. Talk about forced. Um, talk about staged. Um, this just seemed weird. It seemed like a cool segue, though, into that whole, because a lot of people have been talking, um, at least before quarantine time, about Nene and her open marriage. So this was kind of her way, I felt like, to get it into the show. Like, yeah, buddy, my boyfriend's going to be here next season. I don't know, but I thought it was Ooh. an interesting way to kind of pull in her little open marriage thing so it was weird because we've been wondering where this open marriage scene was like we've been right where this scene was so we finally got it and it wasn't even the scene it was like a flashback of that scene so like i don't know i really want to talk about um everything behind it because i feel like this was kind of like a loaded scene there was stuff behind what we got you know what i mean right she put up like a sexy scene time to like not have sex with him you know what i mean <laughs> like you know what i mean like you're putting champagne out and roses but y'all ain't doing it it was weird um she, uh, she's talked about the open marriages he said no it's his garden all that stuff but we didn't really get to feel and hear about how nini expressed you know they have been through a lot we saw the montage I want to know if she's still like attracted to him. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in these kind of like shows, we're now starting to see like a different turn. You know, when Housewives started 10 years ago, you know, I always claim to be like the Bravo history aficionado, aficionado. But um, like even Teresa, who's been with Joe for like ever and since she was 16, like she's out. Uh, allegedly like you know banging some 25 year old and she doesn't want to be with joe anymore she said it herself on the show so i feel like this is kind of maybe something that could happen to nini like me nini might want a second chance at that like that passionate fling because i don't know if i see that passion there anymore she'd get she did give him a little motorboat you know what i mean he was allowed to go to give him a little motorboat but i don't know mm. what do you think do you think they still like are down like that um, I didn't see the passion either. It I got secondhand embarrassment, honestly. It was just like really awkward. I don't see the passion, but I think that they love each other and they're really good friends. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't see the passion. Yeah, I agree. I don't see, I didn't see any fire. I didn't see any passion. And as we all know, she did leave him before and date somebody else during the seasons. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, Tyrone, or she tried to date Tyrone, and he was like, <laughs> "What was that? What was that older white guy? I forgot his name." But oh remember God, that John? White we yeah, just John. run this week on Bravo TV because we're all at home quarantined. Make sure to watch <laughs> Bravo Bitch on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> We did see like a little rerun with John popping up, and that was just so. Yeah, so I don't. I, I feel like she wants to have some sort of sparks. That so I think she wants something wilder than Greg is probably going to give her, and uh, she wants it's the. Never okay. going to happen though. Exactly. And also I think the she age wants the okay Yeah, and the yeah. age difference is just like yeah, she can't really get into him anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because yeah, as she gets older, she's probably like, okay, look, these are my last few. <laughs> Get them right. upstairs. So I don't want to spend them just chilling with somebody who can't come upstairs to the bedroom or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the rich people ideas. Don Juan is back. It was nice to see her working with Candy again. <laughs> hey, Don Juan. Mm -hmm. Hey, boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
baby shower on a movie set. I mean, you can pull it off. You do have the money. Tyler Perry's movie set is right in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's going to be fun. I, I, the preview seemed like this is going to be a good party. You know, we love ending with the party. Um, yes. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know, this is something that we've talked about throughout the episode and the last couple times, like, you know, we're going through this with Candy. I feel like they are a good couple and they do love each other. And when a spouse is mad, you got to let the other person know you're mad. I think Todd is making it known that he's upset with Candy. You know, even being out in the movie set and like doing her stuff, you know, it's their stuff. They're having the baby. It's their baby. But at the same time, like when you're like lifting the heavy work and someone is like doing the glam work, you can feel resentful. So I just want to point out that I feel like it's all justified. But then when Michelle came, I'm like, girl, you're beating her down again. So I feel like Todd is extra angry. But you know how short people are. They get really angry. <laughs> Let's talk about that before we get into Kenya alleging that she doesn't talk, that she's not allowed to have access to Mark's family. What do we think about Todd and Candy, uh, Todd and Candy's little situation here? And talk about the party. I didn't, I wasn't seeing the vision because it was like this big lot. It was hard for me to see the vision, but it looks like in the preview that it comes together. But I think that Todd is allowing Candy to like live her dream. And I think that she needs to really be like, sit him down and be like, okay, you want to live your dream, like producing and stuff. Let's make it happen. I think she needs to come to him and say, let's make it happen. Make your dream happen. So it's just not her living out her dream of acting. You know what I mean? That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that makes sense because I don't know if I'm buying all of this. Oh, I just want Candy to be home with me and the kids. Meanwhile, we know in real life, right before the baby was born, he was at the strip club. So it's like, okay, (laughs) I'm not buying all of that. But I do feel like he probably does have some resentment because he's trying so hard to be a restaurant owner and all these other businesses when really perhaps entertainment or producing or whatever is really his dream. So if he follows his dream, maybe he will be more of a contented person. But I don't necessarily think it's all about, oh, okay, she's here. She's prioritizing her friends over me and I'm still going to drop dollars at the strip club. I know. So I, I think it's more that she's following her dreams and he's not following his. He's worried that everybody thinks he doesn't make enough money to be with her. And so he's trying to prove something to everybody else instead of being true to himself. But I do, I can see like, you know, when someone comes home and now you want to go hang out with your friend, I can see mm-hmm. how that would get irritating. You know what I mean? Let's play yeah. both sides of the fence. And let's say that the strip club was an isolated incident. Let's just play Except the time I'm trying to protect you, man, but you just love the strip clubs, don't you? <laughs> right. No, I mean, I agree with you in terms of, he was absolutely right. Like, really? You're only home for two days? You gonna spend one of them, you know, like, at somebody's function? I agree. That is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like, okay, you still wilding and doing some of the fun things you like to do as well. So are you really this upset about her not coming home every night? You know what I'm saying? Especially now that the baby, you know, like right after they had the baby, he was still kicking it. I don't know. I mean, I think that he is upset, but I think it's stemming from something deeper than her not coming home all the 
that's what I was saying. I'm like, you're really trying to let her know you're upset. Like, we got your yeah. attention. Like, you got it. You got it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about Cynthia and Kenya having this conversation in the closet. She alleges that she doesn't have access to Mark's family. <sighs> Y'all are going to think I'm so bitchy for this. But I feel like, doesn't she just seem like she would be like, oh, yeah, like, call Mark, and then you can, you can get a hold of me that way. Like, I just don't see her giving out her phone number to everyone. Don't get me wrong. I do feel like she wants the grandma in her life and everything. I do feel like she wants his family and part of Brooklyn's life. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But I just also feel like I don't think Kenya's out there giving everyone her phone number. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like if she really wanted to get a hold of Mark's mom, she could have. I don't think she could have because I don't think that Mark was really into this marriage. He wasn't fully into it where he would have, you know, given the number out and really wanted the family to blend. I don't know what he wanted out of this marriage. Like, I'm confused. What did you want? You didn't want to try at all. So, yeah, I don't think it's her fault. I think she would have loved to have... She could have, like, she could have accessed herself. I mean, she could have really had a conversation with him really, really early on. That couldn't have been something that just popped up out of nowhere. Oh, now that we're not together, I realized you don't let me talk to your mom. Like that's something yeah. that, I mean, you know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. but I think the difference is when she was with him, she was kissing his tail so much. She let him get away with that. She didn't push him because she almost seemed, Ken almost seemed afraid of him. So if he says something, it went. She, he was checking her. The, the scenes we saw, he always checked her. So I feel like, and they haven't been together that long. It's not like they've been together five, 10 years and she ain't never met the people. Like you can't, especially if you're bi-coastal, I can see where in two years you might not meet his parents, especially mm-hmm. if you didn't have a big wedding where they came to. So, you know, but... I don't know. Like, I feel like she should have brought this up while they were together, obviously. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant to say. It wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. that if she wanted to get a hold of them, she could. I just went, like, if you really wanted to get a hold of them, like, wouldn't y'all have been fighting about this for a while? Like, I'd be like, I think it's so weird that I've never met your mother. Like, I mean, I think yeah. it's weird her baby is, like, one years old and she's never met the grandma. Like, what the F? Like, it would be something that would be constantly on my mind. Like, I have friends, they all have kids, and let me tell you, like, they need help. Like, you know what I mean? They're always like, oh, man, wait for grandma to come by and pick up the damn kids. Like, I am dying Mm -hmm. over here. Exactly. I'm just like... Especially since he was married before, he has other children. The whole time, I'll be like, okay, they know their grandmother, but my child don't. I mean, there's a lot of other issues there that she should have maybe we just haven't seen it but she should have been checking him on yeah. a long time ago because this is very That's crazy. All I'm saying. and it just seems like all of her problems that maybe she did address and we just didn't see maybe she didn't push him hard enough it just seems like everything is blowing up in her face right now you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah exactly and it's blowing up in our face like we didn't know like that he did he did x y and z you know what i mean it's really interesting how it's played out i just i just never thought kenya would be with someone who is just like this. Like, it really is. She, I don't know. Yeah, it was very interesting to see Kenya like this, this season. Yeah, and it really makes you wonder, 
what was he like to actually get her? Because I was like, well, he's so crazy now. It would have been nice yes. to let us see him when he actually liked you. Because he's really a jerk now. So, like, I want to see I the love part. I was the same thing. Like, what was he like? How did he spit game? Like, how did he... Was he like Jason Hoppy? I wonder if, if anyone in the live chat knows who I'm talking about. Real House of New York, of New York City. Bethany's husband... When he came on the show, oh, right. we all thought he was absolutely perfect. Right, we were so, going, so true. They are perfect together. They even yes. had a wedding spinoff, and it was like one of the better ones on Bravo. Like I actually yeah. watched it from beginning to end. You know, yeah, I mean? really. which is crazy. Like you don't watch all of those wedding spinoffs. Like they're usually dumb, but. Um, <laughs> he really did fool us. So when it all came out that he was an actual psycho, we were all like dumbfounded. We were like, what? So I really wish we could have seen Mark because I really feel it would have been very similar. The polar Mm -hmm. opposites of what we're seeing, he is an ice cold man. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is he was so hot. He had her so hooked. He took her off the show for a year. He took her paper. She came back to the show making less money than when she left because she was so into that marriage. Where is it? I would have been nice to see it. Because I'm like, how did he convince you acting a fool like he is, not talking to his parents, to not come back to Real Housewives? Like, how did he? Mm -hmm. At least be real about it. Like, y'all, you know that, I mean, the D just had me. Yes. Poo bomb, right. You know what I mean? Like, let's keep it real. I think all the stands, what to do. All the Kenya stands would have been like, oh girl, we get it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It's just always 90% for me. Like, I'm just not seeing the full story. Sorry, you guys. I know you guys are gonna get mad, but you know, whatever. Let's get let's get into Michelle, the counselor, who's from London. And actually, like, I was like, where Michelle come from? Uh, <laughs> okay, shout out to them finally using somebody other than Dr. Jeff. Woo! And yeah. and I'm glad that we didn't see Porsche's counselor. I know because I'm like I don't I, I think she's I don't know what she's doing. So Todd would have hated her. Todd hated her. Yay. Todd would have been like, oh, she's favoring Candy, definitely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Candy's like, yeah, I brought this guy just so you wouldn't even think anything of it. But it was <laughs> because Candy was just taking charge as she usually does, just telling the story, and Todd's just mm-hmm. sitting back. I would have been like. Is this normal, Todd? How y'all are just, <laughs> she just take, and you just jump in at the end. But when he jumped mm-hmm. in, man, he said business partners. I'm like, yeah. letting Candy have it again. Um, <laughs> bringing up Ace coming into the bed at 4 a.m. I'm like, oof, he's just pulling yeah. up baby cards. I would have been like, she's in Chicago, duh, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you guys think about this? Look, they've made a lot of money together. That's part of the deal, but I think he's just mad at her. What do you guys think? Like I said, I think she just needs to sit him down and say, let's focus on you a little bit, you know? And then I think things will be fine. But the part about Ace is that you need to take some time and, you know, appreciate your babies and hang out with your babies. Right? Um... Yeah, I I agree. I think... um... Yeah, again, I think it's still more than just she's home for a couple of days and she's still kicking it. I do feel like he feels some kind of way because he started off making less money than her. People are judging him. And now he has to do all these things to hustle and make it look like he's the, the man and he's her good business partner. 
when he can't do what he really wants to do. Meanwhile, she's able to always follow any dream she wants. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, cause I feel like it's deeper than, oh, okay, you work too much. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's really angry and yeah. he's really bringing forth every little, every little dagger that he can. So I think it's deeper than just like, oh, okay, you went to someone's function instead of staying home. Like, I think it's more than that for him. Mm-hmm. Danny, what else, any other insights? That's about it on that. <laughs> Candy cries so much. I'm like, Candy. That's Candy. why she's a great actress. Because she can cry easily. I want to see the exactly. shot. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be good. Exactly. Um, and plus, you have to remember, this is we're coming down to the end. This is peach time, baby. So you got to bring the tears or bring the pain or get cut. So In the shade, right. Happen. Kenya seemed to always tiptoe around him. Yes, every detail of Kenya and Mark's relationship sounds like a lifetime movie, says Mrs. Brown Sugar. He whisked her off her feet, married her in two months without telling any friends, and has to keep everything secretive. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Well, that makes we've sense. All, we've all seen that lifetime movie. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Right. Yeah, they'd say that's what narcissists do, says Ty. Uh, he says, it's crazy though. I don't understand how on, uh, how understand I'm a Kenya fan. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, But at least you're a Kenya fan that, under, that is saying, like, I don't fully understand it. Like, I feel like when we even say, I don't get it. Like, I just don't really fully understand it. And like, I watch Judge Judy every day and she says, when it doesn't make sense, it's usually not true. Like when it makes sense, it's usually true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't walk in and be like, the sky is you know, bright purple and it's raining like yellow, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, that makes sense to me. So I feel like when we even express that, Kenya fans just get really, really angry. And I get it, like they want her to have her happy ending, they feel bad for her, I get it. I want her, right, I want her to have a happy ending too, but not with this fool, because she, I mean, every episode where he and her were in a scene together, I used to feel bad for her. I'm not even a Kenya fan, but I'd be like, dang, nobody deserves to get played like that on national TV. Nobody deserves to be ignored. He's talking to the baby who can't even talk yet and ignoring her. I mean, he just did her so many ways that were just like rude and just came off as mean and insensitive. And she deserves better, whether I'm her true cheerleader or not, she deserves love and someone who really respects her and allows her to be herself, you know? It's just mm-hmm. hard to. It may be shady, but she does deserve love, like everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. Then Mark ain't eight. Then you need to calm down, or Nina's gonna be like, "Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!" Right. Stop <laughs> talking about people's marriages. Stop talking about people's kids. Like we could roll the montage. Oh what? my goodness! Well, maybe Apollo's single, girl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's hard for me to feel all the way bad for her as well, because then we think about like how she how she gets down marching band style and all like you ain't Gwen Stefani calm down hollaback girl why are you bringing a marching band over yeah right but people love to forget that people love to forget all of the things that she does and then it's just like let's just feel bad for Kenya okay we get it yeah I love Nene and I have talked about Nene in those dark seasons when she's been evil I've talked about Mm -hmm. her in those ways I said Nini is dark, it's ugly, it's not good right now. She's in a bad spot, she's tearing everybody down. Even when she hopped on top of Kim on that bus, I was like, this is too much. Like, Nini, <laughs> too much. I mm-hmm. remember there was a scene 
when remember when she brought her freaking um her best friend the one that looks like a linebacker what's her name when come on <laughs> Nini's, Nini's best friend that she's brought on the show that the one that looks like a line she's not even friends with her anymore I do not remember. She's in the wedding and now she's not friends. Diane, Diane. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I across the table and Diane was there right. and they were on vacation. And it was, it was when they had gotten off the bus that same trip. Right. And he was just being such a mean girl. Like any opportunity to jab, she would. She just was being so messy. And I've always been a Nini fan. And when she was bad and, ba- and bad, I freaking gave it to her so good. You know, but you got to make me laugh too. And Nini's been making me laugh. <laughs> so can you make me laugh or something? I know you're going through. But yes. it's going through such a hard time. How do you have time to be heartbroken and still throw a bunch of shade at around people? <laughs> that right. is the that is the question. That's the part that's interesting. She can still be mean, and maybe it's just she's one of those people who like when. She's miserable. She wants everybody else to be miserable too. I don't know, but she hurt people hurt people. Exactly, exactly. And she's doing the most of that. Mm-hmm. Let's do something we haven't done in a really long time. Let's do After Buzz TV predictions. Do we have a sound? Do we have a sound? Now, your After Buzz predictions. TV predictions. Yay. Okay, cool. Um, we saw the preview for the next episode. It's the season finale. So we're here, y'all. We're here. Hopefully they're doing some sort of Zoom reunion meeting or something. I really wish it was in person because Kenya and Mimi have been talking so much crap. You know, so much crap. So it's, um, I really wish it was in person, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And we haven't heard anything about it yet. So what do you think we're going to see on this season finale episode? I hope it's good. I think it's going to be good. I think we're going to get some good. I think we're going to get another Grease, uh, Kenya and Nini fight. And I am so ready to see it. Because it looks like they about face to face right up on each other. So I'm ready to see our hands going to be thrown. Because it looks like they're going to be thrown out of the party. Todd is like security, security. So I'm trying to see, are we throwing hands? Are we fake spitting again? What are we doing? Okay. But I think it's going to be some good drama. I think it's going to be good as well. Cause I think Portia's going to have Nene's back. So she might give it a few licks on a Kenya as well because she was not feeling Kenya's little shade at her March of Dimes event. So I feel like Portia's going to, um, if she don't get her in the finale, she's going to get her at the reunion. So I think Portia's going to be done with Kenya as well. Mm-hmm. She's been so ride or die for Nini. Portia has been. Yes. Yeah. Even in the next episode, she was like, ooh, yeah. And she was like, not happy that I'm with my best friend again. Like, I'm just like, y'all are just freaking freck. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> I predict I'm this kidding. is going to be a good episode. I predict that Candy and Todd are going to leave us on a sour note on purpose. I agree. I agree. Really? I like they're going to fight and it's going to be like, she's going to walk off and then it's going to be the little subtitle like, Candy welcomed her baby boy, like, you know, <laughs> a couple weeks later or whatever. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to fight hardcore. I don't feel like they're going to end on a, like a nice note. Todd seems like his panties are definitely bunched up. Um, mm-hmm. Shamia makes a theme at the Stars Born baby shower. 
I think it's going to be a good one. I feel like Nini and Kenya being that close has grounds for a very potential juicy episode. I don't know. I agree. It's very, very hot for them to be that close to each other. Yes. <laughs> They're literally like lip and lip almost. Yes. <laughs> like nose to nose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fake nose to big booty close. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting um you guys as always thank you so much for joining us in the live chat make sure to keep up with us i know we're going through a crazy time right now in the country during this pandemic during during this public health issue but you know at least you have something to look forward to take a, take your time to to know that at least tonight i'm gonna watch real housewives of atlanta and then afterwards i can watch these crazy kids talk about it <laughs> I'll, be yelling, I'll be yelling at the tv what are you talking about i love kenya you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> agree to disagree we love the support thank you guys so much for watching for downloading the show we really really appreciate it you know we're all going through this time right now so you guys showing up means so much to us it means so much to the network we really appreciate the love Todd Beaton, Ty Savage, Gene, welcome. Miss Brown Sugar, uh, thank you so much for joining. Deborah Randall, let's see. Um, make sure to watch It's Bravo Bitch on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. I'm gonna have some really good Bravo guests the whole month of April. I've been teasing it. I've already had MJ from Shaz. I do Ooh. have a huge, huge Bravo Instagrammer in a couple weeks. I might have a potential guest this Wednesday that's a huge star, but that person has not gone back to me. So when I know, that's when you guys know. Girls, we love you. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. 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 Danny, let me find you. What do you want to promote? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at the Danny B. Make sure that you follow me on there. Okay, honey. <laughs> I can't promote nothing. This is my only show right now, but yeah. <laughs> Go on there for some cute pics, some fresh pics. The IG okay. uh, If you want to take a turn into the comedy routine, this girl has so many followers. I'll never get over that story where Erica's like, oh, the swipe up option. And I'm like, Erica, you got to have more than 10,000 followers for the swipe up option. And she's like, I know, I can do it for us. And I'm like, what part of you need more than 10,000 followers, don't you? Want to oh my She's like, bitch, I got 40. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Now I'm sure I have lost some during the quarantine, but if you'd like to follow me, <laughs> please do. You can follow me on all of my social media at E R I K A D S and Door Edwards. And I think tomorrow I'm on uh, starting the new season of Killing Eve. Uh, on AfterBuzz. So check me out there as well. Ciao for now, people. I love that. Um, I just started watch, watching Barry, Erica, and I thought about you because I know you. Yay, I love Barry. I can't wait till that comes back. That'll I, be know, <laughs> I know you do the Barry After Show, so make sure to check her out. Subscribe to two or more of our channels. We'll uh, try to check yes. you out. We're trying to be more um, interactive with everyone. So make sure to follow It's Bravo Bitch Podcast on Instagram. It's getting a lot of followers. The other day I had 20,000 story views, but I only have a thousand Instagram followers. How does that work? Doing big things, baby. Can y'all click the follow button, please? Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I love you guys. This has been After Buzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show.
We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Ciao for now, folks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.